Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perek Mem Dalid, Pasuk Aleph Hadavar Asher Hayar Er Yirmiyahu. So we have seen that when the remnants of Yehuda consult Yirmiyahu, should they stay where they are in Yehuda and risk Nebuchadnezzar's vengeance for the assassination of Gedaliah ben Achikam, or should they flee to Egypt, who are implacable enemies of Babel, so at least they will be protected. Yirmiyahu goes through a great dissertation on it's a simple choice. If they stay in Yehuda, the nation will be reborn. The exile will end. They will live in peace. They need not fear Nebuchadnezzar ever at all. If they go to Egypt, it's certain death. They will not come back. They will die ignominiously. Babel will follow Egypt into Egypt and destroy Egypt. It is not even a realistic choice. They are to die there. And so what do they pick? Certain death in Egypt. And so now Yirmiyahu has come to realize in Memdalad that the whole thing was a charade. They're coming to him and asking what should they do. They will be bound. Whatever he says, even if they don't agree with it, was a charade. Moreover, their reason for going to Egypt is not just protection from the wrath of Nebuchadnezzar. They want out. They want out of Eretz Yisrael. They want out of the restrictions. They want out of the religiosity. They want to do Avodah Zarah. They're free in Egypt. They can pursue a multitude of Avodah Zarahs and not have to answer for it and not be responsible. And so now in Memdalet, for the last time, because the rest of the prophecies in Yirmiyahu are going to be directed at other nations like Edom and Egypt and Moab. This is directed to the people, the remnants of the remnants of Judea on the question of Avodah Zorah. And the question is, why? And you can see through every puzzle the frustration and the desperation and the real search for answers that Yumiol has. Why this obsession, this addiction to Avodazara? It's not a new phenomenon. As he points out, they've done it since the Egel Hazaha centuries ago. And have they not seen the, the penalties? Have they not seen the suffering of Odazara? They have to realize the destruction of the temple, the various persecutions are from Avodazara. Why do they keep doing it? The Malbin makes that point, that if you had no precedent for something, why a course of action happens, fine. But they know what's going to happen. They know the calculation at the end. So Yumiyahu comes before them. Let's pick it up on Pasuk Aleph. Hajavar Hashar Hayar Yumiyahu El Kol Hayudim Hayoshim Be'eretz Mitzrayim. He's speaking to those Jews who opted to go to Mitzrayim. Hayoshim Be'migdol Be'sram Chesu Be'nofu Be'eretz Pisros Le'mor. Those are all cities in Egypt. And he says to them, Kol Amar Hashem Tzvaoz Be'lokei Yisrael. Atem Re'isem. 
as Kolora Asha Hevesi under Yushalayim Bal Kolora Yehuda. You are eyewitnesses to the the destruction that I brought on Yerushalayim and all the cities of Yehuda. It has been destroyed. There's no one living there. It's desolate. No one occupies it. Moreover, moreover, now we have always learned that the Kaddish Baruch Hu up till now has tried to restrict his punishments to stone and rocks uh, and, and wood, the base hamikdash, the buildings. Now they're gone. He has nothing else to take his anger out but the people themselves for what they have done. Um, what they've done now through their evil with no other purpose but to anger me. To go and offer incense to other gods, that they did not know you were your gods. In other words, there are even new gods. And despite all these years, you've had the warnings of the Nevi'im. Uh, they get up early in the morning it's a 24-7 process trying to tell you what is going to happen don't do this abomination which you know you know historically how I hate they don't listen Below he too says numb. They don't even extend their ear to, to, to make a pretense of listening. Lo shuv me some to go back from the evil. Levilti kater lelohim achirim. They just are going to offer incense as a synonym for sacrificing to other gods. And so the Kodesh Baruch says, and we've seen the fortune. Um, the Rinas Yaakov says that if you take every other mitzvah saseh that's in the gamut of mitzvahs, so positive mitzvahs, everyone requires a total fulfillment of that mitzvah to get the mitzvah itself. For example, if you put um, on tzitzis on three corners, you've done nothing. It's got to be four corners or nothing. If you... Um, a sukkah, you just take a lulav, but don't take an esrog. You take the other two minim, you have three minim, not four. Again, you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah. The exception is tshuva. Tshuva is the one mitzvah that we do not, or the Kaddish Baruch Hu does not require total perfection. Make the attempt, make the effort, go part way. But do some modicum of tshuva and you will be saved. But no, you don't even do that. Uh, therefore, Velosha move, they don't listen, they don't even make a pretense of listening. They just go on with Avodazara. Vatita Hamasi Api, and I have expended my anger, my fury. I have burnt the cities of Judea, and as of this day, they are destroyed. They're desolate ruins. They're, they're just vacant. 
and yet you still don't pick up on it. You still don't. Learn. And now there are no more targets to take out my anger on, other than you. There are no more buildings. There's no base on Mikdash. Therefore, Koamar Hashem allocates to Oselokei Yisrael. Lama Atem Osimra Agadola. Why do you do this? El Nafshosechem, now endangering your very lives. Lahachris Lachem Ishra Isha Olel Beyonek Mitok Yehuda. The intent will be to destroy every man, woman, infant, child in the Judea, without leaving you a remnant. You are a remnant of a remnant now. Do you not see that opting for this lifestyle is going to now physically destroy you? You've seen the destruction it's wreaked centuries. You see, you know the reason why, and yet you will not stop. To anger me with the handiwork, as it were, to sacrifice other gods, to Egypt. Now you're going to do the same thing in Egypt, which you have gone there. Lagur has the uh, carries with it the intimation that you're there for a short time. To sojourn there. And you will be a humiliation. You will bring curses upon yourself before all the nations of the land. Have you forgotten the evil things your fathers did? And this, yes, refers to the Egel Hazal. Vesros, Malcha Yehuda, and the evils of Malcha Yehuda. And now, interestingly, the Eres Ros Neshav. Sechem, And now the evils of your wives, and the evils of, in particular, your wives. So we know, we have a tradition that in the Egel HaZahav, the women distinguished themselves by refusing to take part. The women traditionally didn't do it, but we've seen the kings of Judea, the kings of Israel, their wives were an integral part of the Avodah Zohar. They did the Ashtaros, kings like Asa, kings like Menashe, kings like Achav. Their wives were very stalwart proponents of Avodah Zohar. And now your wives, your wives too did this Avodah Zorah. We know of wives that planted Ashtaros in their homes. We know of wives that built Mizbeachs. So that the, for the first time, the wives are taking you down this path. Dukho can carry the meaning there's no humility, no recognition of, of sin. There's an arrogance. Ad Hayom Hazeh. Lo Yoru, they do not fear. They do not go in my Torah. The laws that I have put before you. Why? I am turning my face to you for destruction. And you destroy all of Judea. There's a remnant left now. There will be nothing left of Judea. 
I will take the remnants of Yehuda, Shashamu, Penehem, Lavo, Eretz, Mitzrayim, who have opted to come to Egypt, Lord Gursham, just to stay. Vesamu Koba, Eretz, Mitzrayim, Yiplu, and now they have occupied, they have integrated all of Egypt. Yiplu, Bacherev, they will die with sword. Barav, Yitamu, of famine. Mikatanad, Gadol, from the smallest of the elders. Bacherev, with sword, Ubarav, Yamusu, famine, they will die. And they will be for such humiliation, such desolation, such a curse, such a busha, that nations, when they speak of, of Israel, will speak in terms of, of the terrible humiliation they receive. What a terrible curse. I will visit my anger on those who are dwelling in Egypt now, as I did to Yerushalayim. Again, sword, famine, pestilence, each one as I see fit. Below ye polit, there will not be a remnant, besorid, lesheris, Yehuda. To Judea, Habayim, La Gursham, Eretz, Mitzrayim, the La Shuv Eretz, Yehuda, Asher Hema, Menasim, Esnafsham, La Shuv, La Shevasham, Hilo Yashuvu, Kiim Platim. And even those who want to come back, who are there, and they mean it when they say they're there to sojourn for just a momentary benefit, they will not have the option to go back. The only ones who will go back, Hilo Yashuvu, Kiim Platim. The refugees. Rashi interprets the refugees, the, the remnants. Yermiyahu Ubaruch Chazru Misham. That they came back. Rashi says, and we raised this question yesterday, we don't know the ending of Yermiyahu. What happened to him? There's some say he was killed in Egypt. Rashi is telling us here, he goes back to Judea. Tosfo says elsewhere, he goes back to Bovel. Google tells us he's buried in Ireland for some reason. It's interesting to look up. They trace that he went to Ireland. We don't know the ending of Yermio, what happens to him. But we do see here just the intense frustration the intense inability to answer that question, why Avodah Zara? This is, this is the last prophecy you're going to see from Yumiyo on Avodah Zara here in Perak Mendalad. And in Yitz Hashem, the people, which is very rarely done, are going to respond to him. They're going to answer his question in Yitz Hashem, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Ad Khan.